0: fashion lab on cliffcentral.com
1: welcome to the fashion lab show once again my name is lisa gumbo regisford and on today's show we are going to be talking style influences now back in the day we have to admit that this was a very foreign word i mean style influences really was more like i was the model and i am the one <laughs> that influenced the style through our work so i think it's a new day, a new day uh, with different um, ways of operating. And today in 2016, we do have style influencers, which is a really big deal. Now, I don't know if any of you saw Beyonce's speech. I thought, wow, bellissimo. And I say this because the power of style is one thing. The power of the influencer is another thing. But the power of the style creator is really what we should all be grateful for. So big up (laughs) to all the designers and creatives out there who really make fashion or style even exist. Otherwise, without them, then I don't know how we would be able to actually influence. So I want to share that link on Twitter for those who still don't know what we are talking about. I think that was really cool. It's worth watching just because I can and because it's also relevant to our topic today in such a timely manner. Mm -hmm. Secondly... Uh, I don't want to take any more time out of the studio, so I just want to go straight to the main part of our show. Ayanda Lapo is going to be joining us with her fashion alert, giving us a dose of African fashion news from across the continent. And I'm sure for those of you who can't keep up like me, I love this segment and I can't wait to know what's really going on around the continent. Welcome to the show, Ayanda. Thank you so much, Liz. Uh, it's such a pleasure to be back here again. And I want to say before we even move on, what are you wearing from head? Hair? Head to toe? Okay, well,
2: today I'm wearing all black. Black is actually my favorite color and my (laughs) safe zone. (laughs) So I'm wearing a chiffon uh, black shirt and black chinos and black stilettos and a nice. African Beautiful piece, piece. statement piece. We're going to
1: take a picture of that and tweet it. You're definitely working it. And the hair, my gosh, what <laughs> happened to you this morning? I mean, it looks beautiful. Thank you. It's out there, wild and all over the place, but welcome to the show. Now, we're also joined on the show by Morag Stein, who will be glamming up the show with her Glam Up series later, just to give us a dose of some makeup and some beauty tips so we can actually complete this style affair. Welcome to the show, Morag.
3: Thank you so much, Liz.
1: And what are you wearing and what's inspiring this look today?
3: Today I'm just wearing a simple up bun and I put my little favorite black bow in the back And um, I'm just wearing a clean monochromatic look um, Keeping it simple with black and white And I'm wearing this beautiful jumper from 011 It's really comfortable And just a plain little stiletto heel
1: Hmm. Welcome to the show, girl. You are working (laughs) it, definitely. Um, Our New York contributor and representative, Edgie Benson, will also be joining us with echoes from New York later in the show. Another quick reminder is my favorite segment normally comes in at the end of the show, even though it's rushed a bit these days, but we're trying to really keep it strong and fresh today. It's called Who Do You Want to Dress and Why? So feel free to share with us your who's and your why's. That is the segment that we use to unwind. I kind of call it a glass of wine <laughs> after <laughs> the Fashion Lab. Keep your tweets coming We're on Fashion Lab AF. Share with us some of your favorite style influences at Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. Now, before I introduce our special guests on today's show, here's the African Fashion Alert with Ayanda Nlapo.
2: Ayanda, welcome again. Hello and welcome. This is Fashion Alert, your weekly dose of African fashion news with myself, Ayanda Nlapo, right here on Fashion Lab Africa. This week's fashion uh, business news are as follows. Africa's potential to become a sourcing destination of notes is steadily increasing, according to Clay E. Hickson, Vice President of Strategy and Business Development of Worldwide Responsible Accredited Production in the USA. He will be one of the guest speakers at the fourth annual Source Africa event, taking place at the Cape Town International Convention Center today. More than 1,600 international and regional apparel and footwear buyers will attend Source Africa, which is a pan-African textile, clothing and footwear trade event. Uh, I was going to say, how come
1: we're not there? Did we miss the memo? Well,
2: because we had to come and do the show. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Carrying on Source Africa will connect buyers and suppliers from 13 African countries interested in growing their exports. It promotes African manufacturers to both regional and international decision makers with the aim to increase market share for the continent as well as develop regional trade between African uh, countries. Looking at Ethiopia... 29-year-old Anna and Walela hope to breach the global market using African textiles through a brand which they started that will cater to global market demands with utmost meticulousness and tenacity. Walela stated that with the help of their partner organization called Connected in Hope, women in Ethiopia can earn sustainable, predictable income that allows them to care for their families and save for the future. They currently have employed nearly 100 artisans who are able to provide for over 400 dependents with the income that they earn. In addition to hands-on training programs, Connected in Hope provides artisans with business training, leadership uh, development programs, healthcare assistance, and literacy classes. We also have some fashion politics this week with Respect the Duke, which has lately been in the spotlight. It started when an angry email written by journalist Nontobego CBC was leaked to the media. In the email, CBC called out the ENCA newsroom for pulling her Africa Day video because for nine seconds of an about three-minute piece, she appears wearing a duck. The incident has sparked widespread condemnation for ENCA, with some employees calling for a revis- revisiting of the company's style guide. The wearing of the Duke with the hashtag respect the Duke was done. Guys, yeah, sorry, what is the Duke? What is a Duke? A Duke is an elegant head wrap worn oh. by most African women from Oh, in Africa,
1: we just call it the head wrap. But the, the, head- the thing on the head or the head wrap. Or, but okay, cool. I was like, wait, is there another new thing that I don't know about? So, so really, like the do the so I'll just call it the head wrap because I remember yeah. that better.
2: Duke is a South African term for it. But, yes, but South really, African. is it some? Is it such a big deal? It is. It is. It sparked a lot of uh, news because you know one of the ladies on, like I just said, she was wearing the duck and she had her a video removed because she was wearing a Duke. So, but w- but what happened to style? What if she was just styling?
1: Exactly. I mean, Erica Badu and others will not even have a chance mm. on that. Um, don't have a chance.
2: Hi, you can perform. Sorry. You've got the. And that's why the wearing of the duke with the hashtag Respect the Duk was done by many public and respectable figures across Africa and most social media platforms to support the duke. Very cool. Um, yeah, so moving forward, Ghanaian model Stephen Owusu, in collaboration with the National Peace Council, launches campaign against 2016 election violence titled Thumb, Not Fist which in transliteral terms encapsulates, encapsulates a message within which lies the enthusiastic message to emphasize the value of tolerance and peace in the equal dispensation of people's rights to vote in this year's elections. The campaign serves as a viable platform to promote the NPC core mandate to promote peace before, during and after the elections. Crossing over to the entertainment side, South African Men's Wear week spring, summer 16 and 17 schedule is finally out. The list of recognized and impressive designers from South Africa is endless, who will be accompanied by designers from Tanzania, Nigeria, and other parts of Africa. South African Menswear Week is Africa's only standalone platform dedicated to the development and promotion of menswear within the African continent, taking place twice a year in Cape Town, South Africa, in South Africa, South African Men's Wear um, Week aims to provide a world-class platform for men's designers and brands to showcase their latest, uh, latest collections. A series of shows over four days, only the best of menswear is invited to be on the schedule each season. And the 2016 Regal Edition of the Mercedes-Benz African Fashion Festival will take place at the World Trade Center in Accra from July 1st to the 3rd in 2016. It promises to be yet another innovative and empowering event and will feature a meticulously designed runway, exhibitions, seminars, pop-up shops and VIP parties. And that's it from me today.
1: Wow, thank you. That I was know. amazing. Yeah. We're yeah. going to talk about some of that stuff, but the one that really, for me, is my highlight there is I didn't know wearing a ru- head wrap could actually get you removed. Jeez. I mean, yeah. like,
2: people are so rough and harsh.
1: That's why my <laughs> <But the laughs> social media
2: campaign started. I actually still need to post my duck. Um, you know, because I do mm. support So the should movements. we all
1: like tie up something today and just yes. push it? Okay, we'll do that just to push that hashtag and and, and make some noise as well. But thank you for that news. Thank I want to go straight into the show. Today's show, like I said on today's show, we're discussing style influences. We're joined uh, by media personality and entrepreneurs, Busiso Leope. And we're also going to be joined by New York-based content creator and on-air personality, Rosa Maria. Now, a quick introduction for... Those of you who do not know SBU, before we plug him in, SBU is popularly known as DJ SBU and is not only a media personality but also an entrepreneur. He's a philanthropist. He thrives on giving back to the youth of SA. He gives talks three times a week to disadvantaged schools around SA. I think he's been doing this for over seven years, giving bazaaries and offerings, um, mentorship to the youth and all of that stuff. SBU has shaped youth culture, obviously. And they thinking in South Africa for over the past 15 years, despite his tough upbringing in Tambisa, he's also overcome obstacles on this journey and made a name for himself using his media talents on TV and radio. Seriously, they even say that over 25 million per week uh, people reached out. To by So I think he's a very powerful person. So I think an influential is what the word is. The key word here is today. So I just want to roll over to Sbu Leope without wasting any time. I am sitting here with this one and only Sbu Leope. Thank you so much for um, giving me a few of your minutes to just touch base on this interesting topic we're having today in studio around um, styling influences. Now, I'm sure you know your style influencer, if I'm not wrong,
0: uh, I don't know, but I mean, I just. I Come know
1: that on, Sbu, I... now. Ah! I mean, okay, I'll, I'll, then. I'll, 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 well, you don't know, but we know, so it's okay. But look, first <laughs> of all, congratulations on all of your achievements. Uh, besides being a brother, I really admire what you do. Um, I love the fact that you're very humble, so we admire your humility Thank in you. this all. And the interesting part of this, while I was sitting and just thinking, Who am I going to talk to today when I'm thinking about style influences in the continent? I came up with you as one of my top hitters because of the fact that you don't even just wake up and take pictures and say, here's what I'm wearing. You're actually on the go chasing your dreams and really moving and shaking um, everything that you touch. But at the same time, you don't even realize it. But subconsciously, you influence style lovers across the continent and maybe even the globe. So I want to first ask, before we even move further, you look swerve, you look beautiful. What are you wearing and what's inspiring this look?
0: Um, I think, first of all, I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. I've really been looking forward to, to to this day, you know, just have a bit of a chat on your show because of how much I respect you as, as a sister and um, as an entrepreneur And just as a creative And all these other things that you do And what you're doing for the continent I really admire And I think it's really beautiful Thank you um, and, and thank you for the compliments I really, really work hard I really, really, really work hard And yes, I do not have a, a, a stylist But um, I've got favorite designers that are. allowed
1: Wait it. a minute. Did you just say you don't have a study? So this is you from head to toe every day. <laughs> uh, so a high five. I need no, a high five. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't.
0: I honestly don't. Unless I've got specific um, um, occasions where I'd love somebody to come through and, and, and give me some help here and there. So I work with a few people. One of them is yourself, <laughs> Liz Ogumbo. I, I love your designs. I love your representation of Africa. But I also love your... You're um you're not boxed in. You think global, but you are patriotically and unapologetically African. So that comes across in your designs. Thank you. And you know the woman stuff that you do and the male stuff that you do. And I will do guys that are called Simoni. I will do I'll do a couple of people. You know, but today I'm I'm, I'm wearing um, Naked Ape. Um, I'm wearing a, a gray um, long. Impressed. Double breast, long trench coat, trench coat with a touch of black with uh, leather buttons and uh, some leather trimmings around the neck. And, um, the yeah, just the, the detailing around the, the lining and all the way it's down beautiful. to the sides of the coat. Thank it's you very much. beautiful.
1: I'm looking at the piping detail. I'm looking at, ooh. Anyway, you know that when you walked in, I was like, what are you wearing and why and who? Yeah. Anyway, so I just want to go straight into things, Um, Sabu. You're obviously more than a force to reckon with. How important is the brand that you wear to you? Because obviously you wake up in the morning and even though you're chasing your dreams, even though you're moving and shaking, even though you're trying to really get to the next level, you still care about what you wear. What is it about the brand that you wear? Because you don't just wake up and wear anything, do you?
0: I do wake up and wear anything, but it just so happens that in my closet, I obviously've got, you know, I've got a lot of beautiful clothes. I mean, I've been working for many years and I've been sponsored and, and I've had a lot of clothing for many, many years, so. I think it, it so happens that whatever I get to choose from looks good on me. I think when I was young, I was more brand conscious. But as you get a little bit older, you don't. You want what's, what, what, what's good and what works for you and what represents you properly out there. Now, I have to be represented properly out there. I'm very strict about how I look. I'm very strict about my image because... I'm a a businessman, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I speak to very important people, from your billionaires to your millionaires, your influencers, your academic people. I sit in boardrooms with people that are professionals, I'll also come from the entertainment or the creative space, if you you may put it that way. So I'll walk the red carpets. I'm on television. I'm always being snapped around. I end up on magazines. So I really have to look good all the time. So everything that I choose for that day, I have to be comfortable in it. I have to be looking good in it. And not only the clothing. For me it's the entire attitude. I have to at least um
1: feel good. I have to feel good about what I'm wearing. Exactly. I have to
0: just all the way down to my nails. You know, I have to have my menus done my <laughs> So where do you get your mani's
1: done? <laughs> I'm just throwing that at in At mirror
0: in, in Michelangelo and Santin. Okay, very
1: um
0: and then I also
1: And who's your barber?
0: My barber is Nero as well, Michelangelo oh, okay. Santin. Fantastic. It's owned by Ntlantla Ntla, 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 um and his wife they own that's, it's a spa, come nail bar, come salon. You and
1: know. do you get your massages regularly? Do you do what? Yeah. So you really take care of yourself? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm
0: from a massage. Guys, I'm telling
1: you, as we are tuned in right here with Sbu Leope himself, he's not even playing. He's like, don't just go with the look. It's not just about the piece that you're wearing. It's about taking care of yourself inside out. I love that. Now, the, I know the thing that you're saying is you can wear anything, Sbu, but I just want to also just put a pose on that. Brand association is so important, meaning that, and I'm not gonna mention a brand, there's certain brands, I'm sure you've got a million brands getting thrown at you, but there's certain brands that you will take a pose and be like, hmm, because of the fact that, hmm, you may not care so much about environmentally brands or environmentally friendly brands or where, did, how, what are the wages these people get? Are they abused uh, when it comes to the workers or are they using green? Uh, Are they really going green? Um, Are they using, um, for example, your bamboo or your hemp or your, you know, what are they doing to really be eco-friendly? Because at this time in our lives, we cannot be, uh, we cannot ignore the fact that eco-friendly business etiquette is crucial. Like you can't trade in this world and then say you don't care about the environment and you don't care about certain things do you not have a space where sometimes a brand is thrown to you and you think "Ah." because at the end of the day you care about how you look you care about who you associate with and that's why the brand association um factor is for me so heavy here because you're not just saying no to hurt anyone or to just like say no you're really saying no because of different reasons do you have times where you reject brands
0: it's not rejecting, but it's... Um,
1: <clears throat> okay, well, can I say, you know, here we here we are uncensored. You know, yeah, yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> here at Cliff.
0: Uh, I understand. So. <laughs> but because a lot of brands that you'll get thrown at you, and especially for the people that will feel brave enough to come to you, a lot of them are people that have either done work in the industry before or they're reputable. But yes, there are other people who are... Who um who still have a long way to go. Who probably still are are, are learning or they're starting or they've. Got. And then you've got established brand names that are maybe international brands that you can associate yourself with. Mm. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think having been in the industry for so many years over almost two decades now, I've had to work with a lot of brands, but I've also had to say no to a lot of brands. But I've also sometimes when the timing is not right with certain brands, I've had to work with them per event or at certain events or at certain occasions. Do you know what I mean? But yes, of course, you don't just wear everything that's just thrown at you. Mm. I can't just be wearing some T-shirt from, from wherever. Mm. So you know what are I mean? your
1: top three brands? Oh, no, Let me not give numbers. What yeah. are some of your top brands? I know you wear blue socks, skinny blue socks. Yeah. I know you wear those. I know you wear the Simone
4: yeah. boys.
1: I know you're wearing Sh- uh, Naked Ape right now. Yeah. I know that you wore Liz, yeah. me. Yeah. What are some of your favorite brands, that, if you want to just name bro- okay. name drop, just so people can have a feel of what is it that's actually the sort of weaving thread around some of the brands that you wear?
0: Okay, number one, as a businessman, suits, shirts, ties, cufflinks, um, shoes, um, formal stuff for my business uh, engagements and who I love you go to i love get that from? I love gallery square Gallery okay. square are based in, in Melrose. Okay. a group of three young guys that used to work for Fabiani they understand men 's clothing well okay. they understand the culture in johannesburg i 've known them from from when they were still employees at, at Fabiani, so they understand my style and the type of stuff I used to buy at um, fabiani but they 've got their own brand they 've got their own store, the type of treatment that they give you, and just in understanding who I am and, 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 and in Connecting, they, they really make me look good as a businessman and in my formal attire, uh, my formal gear. Um, and then you've got Simoni that I, I'll use from, uh, I'll wear from time to time because their style is similar to Gallery. So they also do your suits, your formal wear, your shirts, your ties, your cufflinks, and that top, that type of stuff. So I'll use them, or uh, you know, from time to time. I love what they represent. I love what they. wear. I love the fact that they're local, but they they, they travel internationally to get fabrics and they come and mix set up with some of their own local blend of things and they've got mm. their own brand which is mm. Simone yeah, which is I li- beautiful I like
1: their stuff and then I love
0: um, and then I love um, yeah skinny smooth socks my socks I'm, I'm I've got no shame in my game <laughs> he was he does quality socks I think it's a beautiful brand I think it's even better than the happy socks and I've been supporting him even on all my initiatives my seminars my TV shows my radio shows profiling his business and what he does and he's grown immensely he's at starter Fords. I was I wear his socks strictly um, and then from there, you know, a touch of this and that. I might be walking past, the, you know, the in the, the, um, City and I see a nice pair of shoes. Like, I'm just, these look like a, a 6,000 rand pair, but they're just a 2,000 rand pair from G-Star, you very know, nice, raw. Very
1: nice. I'm going to definitely take a picture and tweet so people can actually see what we're talking about. But Subu, I really want to, I know we can sit here and, and talk all day, but I know that because of time... And because that, you know, we are definitely chasing our dreams, right?
0: Yeah, of course. That All the time, time, every day.
1: Time is money. So besides um, talking about the brands and everything else that's happening, what would be, be your parting shots to entrepreneurs on the move? And I say this because yeah. you're an entrepreneur, you're a, a go-getter, you're a, you're an achiever of note in so many ways. I appreciate sometimes. that. And um, I feel that sometimes people underestimate the power of what you wear and not realize that it actually goes hand in hand. You cannot be trying to go and meet Obama, for example, Africa, I'm talking to you. And then you arrive there looking like you got hit by a bus and you were dragged by the riverside, you know, so I feel like the conversation we're having with you here for me, what's even more powerful and what's more fresh about it is the fact that you can win, you can move, you can build, you can chase your dreams, you can get on the top, but you can't do that without a signature look, or some sort of look. I mean, you have to pay attention to what you, what you wear. What is your, what are your padding shots?
0: I, I, I always say your, your clothes are clothing, or clothes are your first skin, and that's the first thing people see even before they speak to you. So when you look good, when you smell good, you are more confident to meet whoever anywhere in the world. And when
1: you can have a good attitude, because you know that's another thing. Yes, yeah, it's it's like the smile and the attitude is something else people wear, but they don't realize that. You could be the best looking man in the best looking ensemble boo but if you have a bad attitude nobody wants to talk to you and no one's interested.
0: Yeah so it's 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 um it come it comes across through your clothing you know um you you got to look good. Like I have no I do not compromise when it comes to clothing. I have to look good. I have to look good. I have to look good. I'm an entrepreneur. I work with kids in schools. Um, I'm, I come from the creative space I've got multi-platinum records I've owned my own record company With multiple artists who have multi-platinum selling I come from that creative space I work with carpets, television shows Um, front covers of magazines owning my own company different companies whether it's my energy drink brand whether it's my leadership 2020 educational services company whether it's my business show in CNBC Africa I have to look good all the time no compromise I have to look clean I have to look fresh I have to represent myself properly represent my teams properly and I need to uh, make a statement when I walk in and I shake that and I give you that firm handshake and I give you a straight eye to eye contact with my smile you know, it's coupled with the way I look and you're just going to give me back that respect because I looked apart.
1: What can Africa and the rest of the globe expect from you? This, we're in 2016, if you want to share whatever it is, 2016, 2017, what, are we, what, what can we expect?
0: I think the first thing that I'm excited about is launching my brand new... I've done a lot of breakfast shows for different radio stations, drive-time shows and so forth. I've done so many TV shows for different channels. But I think it's high time that Africa starts understanding that... Um, th- Ownership is the most important thing we can ever do for ourselves in the media space because he who owns sets the agenda for whoever works under him. So in this country, for instance, in South South Africa, the media is owned by white people. In our country, said as it is, the land is owned by white people. So whoever owns whatever institution, they set the agenda for whatever goes out, the output, you know. So it's high time that when we get into the media space as influencers or when we get onto that mic, we set ourselves up for nice deals that are going to put us in those positions of ownership. And that's basically what I've done. And also, when you look at the, the Americans, they're very good in syndicate their radio and television shows. It's popular, that side. Nobody has done it in South Africa. Nobody does it. And I'm very excited about what we're about to do in South Africa. So that's my immediate project, mixing two television channels together with two radio stations syndicated together, all four platforms on one breakfast show in the morning. It's going to be a game changer. It's going to be really beautiful. I'm going to have a lot of fun. That's the one project that I'm doing. The other project that we've been working very hard on is to is for me to open up my own university. And as Leadership 2020 which I'd like to advise the listeners that are listening right now to check out some of our work on www.leadership2020.co.za 2020 is numerical. So it's leadership2020.co.za So let them go to leadership2020.co.za Let them understand the coaching, the workshops that we do, the seminars that we do, the teaching that we do, the teaching material that we've had, the books that we've written, the DVDs that we've produced, the number of billionaires and millionaires and academics and politicians, that we have on our database and we get to interact with and we get to plug them into younger up-and-coming entrepreneurs. And they can also check out my TV show on CNBC Africa on Tuesday evenings, Central African Time at 8.30. Um, we've got a partnership with Forbes Africa and CNBC Africa for an entrepreneurship TV show there, which is, is amazing. It speaks exactly to what we do. So that's my next project to definitely open up our own university by the year 2020. But it looks like beautiful things might be happening this year. You know, when you let your dreams out to the world you speak them all the time you put in the work on a daily basis and you're sincere about wanting to empower and change other people's lives for the better i think at some point god does come through so i think it looks like this year he's coming through Mm. very well for us and then the third project being my you know being the first black man in the world to own my own my own 100 black owned energy drink I would love to obviously have my energy drink in the whole continent. I'd love to have it in Ghana. I want to have it. I want to have more fire in Nigeria. I want to have more fire in in Kenya, in Ethiopia. I want it the whole continent because it can be done. I believe it can be done, and that's what I'm working hard towards. It's the fastest growing energy drink brand in South Africa, and that's that's one of my babies. So it's my foundation, the Spousisolope Education Foundation. It's Leadership 2020, our educational services company, and then and it's, it's the
1: Morfire. Uh, me the, <laughs> the media,
0: the <yeah>, media. <laughs> okay. On TV, yes. yes, and then it's a more fire. And the
1: more fire, you keep more firing up the space and everything. But you know, we love you and. And then listen, love.
0: let me come in and disturb you. <laughs> the critical thing that uh. that a a lot of us make a mistake on is thinking that you can do all these things without good partnerships. So what has been able to make me achieve a lot of these things is I've surrounded myself with people who are more smarter than I am, who are more organized than I am, who are more intelligent than I am, who are more educated than I am, and who have got better expertise in growing businesses than I do. But I know that my my strong points are marketing and making noise and just making things cool, making things fashionable. So I'd love to advise every aspiring entrepreneur or aspiring fashion designer or aspiring business person who's listening right now in the continent to respect and understand you can never do it on your own in this world. So co- strength through partnerships. So collaborations, collaborations, let's collaborate as Africans.
1: While looking good, Africa, I hope of you're course. listening. And thank you so much, Sbu. It's been a pleasure having you in studio today. And um, we look forward to catching up with you. You can kiss and tell. So Instagram and Twitter, please just drop those.
0: Okay, get me on Instagram. It's Sbu Leope, that's my name, S-B-U l-e-o you know the star sign leo but with a p-e at the end but it's all one word so it's sbu leope s-b-u-l-e-o-p-e sbu leope that's my instagram on twitter it's dj sbu it's dj sbu that's at dj sbu that's my twitter and then you can find me on facebook it's um dj sbu breakfast that's dj sbu breakfast because of my brand new breakfast show so i'm very excited and i'm looking forward to have you as one of my first guests
1: Africa, you had it all. You can't just look good. You've got to be doing things so that when we talk about what you're wearing, we can talk about what you're achieving and what you're winning on and what you're building. Thank you so much, Sibu. Have a fabulous, fabulous day, and we'll be in touch. you can confirm?
0: Confirm that I'm going to have you on my, on my breakfast show.
1: And you're going to have me on your breakfast yeah, show? Yeah, of course. Ah, confirmed. confirmed. Oh, okay. Thank you. Confirmed. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I just confirmed that one too, but, um, congratulations to him. He's actually done beautiful stuff. It's two TVs, two radio shows that we just, he just launched this morning, um, with a new Times, Times Media. But anyway, I want to roll over to a very special guest who I will be enga- engaging on a whole different level, um, under this same topic or subject matter around style influences because she is an influencer of note. Rosie Maria is not just any ordinary on-air personality but she's also a content creator who has interviewed celebrities in areas of entertainment, fashion, sports, politics, health, book authors, entrepreneurs and the whole shebang. Her broad background as an on-air host writer and producer for radio, live television and emceeing events has also allowed her to use her natural gift to communicate while hosting live television for international shopping channels, infomercials, travel shows, and events. I do not want to go on and on. The one thing I know for sure is Rosa, Rosie Maria is like currently in the top 100 live streamers on Meerkat with a global viewership and following. Welcome to the Rose uh, to the show, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Thanks to the too. Rose, Rosie <laughs>
4: I know the show just got changed its name to the Rosie Show I'm what telling happened? you,
1: because Rosie just rosified everything in here How are you today?
4: <laughs> oh, just fantastic, it's beautiful I'm, I happen to be, I'm in Florida right now And the weather is clearing up, it's gorgeous and mm. um, So it's a beautiful gonna,
1: day I was going to say we're a bit jealous, but don't worry The sun's still shining out here in Johannesburg oh, but we're okay, good. But we are feeling a bit warm and nice, so it's okay So now, Rosie, first of all, congratulations on making it to the top 100 live streamers on Meerkat. That is a big thing.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. A lot of work and now things are shifting and now Facebook's coming on live. Live streaming is going to be a big part of influencers moving forward.
1: Alright, well, let's get straight into Rosie Maria and the content creator and on-air personalities. What are some of the ways that you are able to help profile personalities to a point of actually creating style influences within them through your career or through the work that you do?
4: Well, a lot of what I really enjoy doing is interviewing people and, um, something that I've done, um, Throughout my career, is in the interviews or aside and in a part of the package that would go on a national show, is take that person. You're going to see the personality behind the personality, and 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 when you kind of get to that, you get a feel and a sense um, for a, a, you know a person whether they're in fashion or an entrepreneur or you uh, or you know an artist, a music singer, a, a you know a, a talented singer that's you know on the radio um top 40 personality and so that's what i've really enjoyed doing is really getting um to the heart of who a person is and what makes them tick and what made them successful um and so that's why i'm happy to talk to you this morning and give some i want to give some key tips on how uh you can not only be an influencer but uh also, you know, maybe even reach out to some influencers and, and kind of help some people out there who really, you know, you're talking to, uh, people who are interested in the fashion industry or they're in it and how can they utilize the game of media and where the eyeballs and attention are to use that, their influence to, you know, get their word out about their brand and, you know, at the end of the day, sell product.
1: Yes. Yes. Mhm.
4: So, so to to if I can then, just uh, go ahead did you yes, want to ask I just want to say it's a beautiful thing. I actually
1: want to say let's go straight into the tips because um the idea is to just be able to also understand um you know what role you play but also be able to help um I think brands um who are trying to build and become bigger than just their, you know, their hugeness within their sphere of influence really influence, um, the world in other ways. Um, so I think just go ahead and give us some of your tips
4: and then we can continue, um, with my chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the number one thing that I think people need to understand is the power of ownership, just like your last guest was talking about is talking about ownership, but I want to encourage everyone <laughs> You have the power to own your audience, but if you do not take advantage of that, you are missing out. Let me explain. When you, you know, I've been on national television, you're on your radio show, all these things. When the show goes away, the audience goes away. But now we have the ability to own part of our audience. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Snapchat, if that platform goes away or changes an algorithm, as we've all learned with Facebook, you know you might have um, a million, you know, likes on Facebook, but your organic reach with that now is about five percent at best. Hmm. So the only way to own your your audience at this point would be a top, a top couple of top key ways. The number one way is still through email and whether or not that means you have a popover that grabs an email when people come to your show or you do a call to action, you give away an ebook, whatever it is, it, the only way you're going to be able to transition your audience from platform to flat platform really effectively and own them is through email because if you build a big audience on a platform and then another one comes out, well, guess what? Facebook, you know, I might have thousands of people on Facebook, but you know, they, they, unless I pay to sponsor my shift, hey, follow me over on Snapchat. I don't own that. Now, if I have a text campaign or an email campaign, then I can move um, and I can influence better through those mediums.
1: Wow. I didn't even think right now, as we're sitting here, that email is actually that powerful because uh, after the whole social media buzz and and fad, I just felt like, oh my gosh! Like, so I'm one of those Rosie who genuinely, I used to send out a lot of newsletter n- newsletters, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of just, I just kind of just got overwhelmed. But it. it's like social me- media came and hit me on the head, and I fell over, and mm-hmm. I'm still <laughs> trying to <pick>. right because <laughs> I'm like, well, how yes. how is it that my little email with my little whoever thousands of followers. can go out every month where I can share with them what's going on in my life. But then when I look on the side, I'm like, this person has a hundred thousand followers or a million followers. And they say one thing and the whole a hundred thousand or a million people respond or see. So I, I just kind of also have been caught. And I'm sure it's not just me. I'm just talking on behalf of different people who are actually not even sure what's the next way to actually really make an impact, especially as we grow our brands and grow our businesses, you know?
4: Well, I mean, obviously, um, right this very hot minute, we should be pushing full force on Snapchat. Um, and, and that's gonna, that leads me into my next step, but yes, you're put, I'm saying that at the same time that I'm telling you, you still don't own anybody in Snapchat. The only way that you're going to own that viewership is to have another way to directly reach out to them. And my top tip is through email campaigns and you have to do them properly. You have to do them wisely. You cannot overwhelm. Um, and you know, you, but you, if you don't have an email marketing, um, campaign in place right now, as of 2016 start started. And then the next one for sure is a text campaign. 98% of texts you know, to someone's phone are red. Hmm. And, um, that is a h- much higher percentage, um, than an email. Um, but I digress cause I want to, uh, I want to, you know, move forward over into some of the techniques that actually work to kind of gather this audience, you know, so that you can have ownership and longevity when you move as platforms grow you know we move from Facebook to Instagram they're all still valuable and relevant in different ways and now Snapchat is where it is get a very very powerful and um viral support
1: thank you that is amazing i was going to say you know you can give us all the tips i mean i'm trying to make sure i can call you after this so you can give me all the tips but now you're yeah. trying to give now you're trying to give it to all our listeners and i'm trying to save some for me on the side okay. later but anyway well, well, yeah, I think it's um it's very it's very good. The conversation is great, the tips are great. Um and I feel like it's not just me or just anybody here who's stuck. No. It's it's we always it need anyone. a refresher of just time is moving so quick, trends are moving so quick. The everything is moving so quick that we just have to literally be on our heels on our toes, trying to keep up. We do.
4: I agree with you. That was one of the, that is one of the ways that I became, you know, in the top 100 on Meerkat is I was an early adopter. And when you're an early adopter on a platform, you have the ability to become well known. People write articles about you because of your success on that platform. And, um, but some of the top tips to becoming Um, really relevant Hmm. and have ownership in this media space now um, is uh, one of my number one things is consistency. You must, I was, uh, you know, on the meerkat every single day. Um, People come back at certain times, but people come back because of your consistency. Um, But this is where the media is going. It's no longer, this is what I want to, you know, if I could highlight, um, a flare, you know, for this today is uh, rough edges. Do not be afraid of the rough edges. The authenticity that comes with the rough edges in this new media is actually what people and humans and the millennials are demanding authenticity. Yeah. Okay. They are demanding it and they want to follow your brands because of your story. Remember that you're going to be putting out content right, on all of these things, and um, really your content is story, and part of your story is the rough edges of your life, right, Mm -hmm. and so these things are the things that you're going to be putting out there um, that are uh, fun, engaging, and interesting, and building that community so that you can build a brand over time, and remember, you know, that it is about the long haul in um, your branding and marketing of your business.
1: All right, the, that is very, um, it's very cool, and I, and I know the the world is listening. I know Africa is listening. I want to go into the two, the the second and the third, and then we're going to stop there because um, I'd love to also just pick your brain on one or two more things before we wrap up. So, what is what sure. would you say is uh maybe your top second tip, and maybe a top third? You know, just throw that on there as well, just because you can. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Well, um, collaboration with other people who are doing either what you want to do. I mean, you can reach up a little bit to someone who has a little more following than you, but not too far. It has to be an equal collaboration. Um, um, and pick your platform that you love the most and stay, consistently uploading and doing whatever it is to that every single day. If your major platform is YouTube, then consistently upload almost every single day, give somebody something, but then still, you know, uh, re put everything still natively on everything else. Meaning don't, don't put something on YouTube and then just put a link from YouTube to Facebook. It will not work. Hmm. You must upload your videos to Facebook organically and natively. Do you see, you
1: can't now serve wine to everybody. Like, uh, you know, you've got to you, figure out what platform. It can be the what. same
4: thi- product. It can be the same meal. You make the turkey dinner. You can, you know, it's everybody can have a piece of the meal. That is true. It's the same piece of media, but you have to upload it natively. Like yes. you have to take that video off your server and put it directly on Facebook. Do not mm. a link from YouTube to mm. Facebook. This is a big key for people mm. who want to get a bigger audience. When, um, when utilizing Facebook, mm,
1: very good, very good. And, yeah, so that- and what is our third uh, key thing that we can um, just to ice up the,
4: the, the, you know, the cake? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a very, this is very important. Um, when um, a lot of fashion influencers are using Instagram, um, when using Instagram, use a mix of humans and beautiful content. What I mean by that is we connect with story, right? Human nature, the power of myth. We've been connecting with stories for millennia, right? And although a beautiful just photo is is great, but people, you need a mix. Mm-hmm. They need to also see, you know, If it's you or your brand, they need to see you, what you're doing, something engaging, where you are. And then, so you're going to mix that up. You're not going to have all just, um, you know, maybe just, if you sell shoes, you're not going to just take just pictures of just shoes. Mm -hmm. You want to mix it up with humans and beautiful content and even maybe have multi-platform, multi-niche channels on Instagram. That's my Instagram tip for today.
1: Wow, you know what? Thank you so much, Rosie. How long have you been creating content? And
4: and uh... well, I mean, I started doing commercials when I was a little girl, so I started on television as a, as a little girl. But um, and then I, you know, sold on national television for here. It's the Home Shopping Network, and um, in uh, Saint Petersburg, man, that was ten years ago. So it's been a long time for me. Um, so I would say around ten years. Hmm.
1: It's very good. And you know what I love about the conversation and the chat we've just had now is that when uh, I was talking to Spoo, who's the other... Uh, personality that we were talking to and obviously from a different um, angle but still under the same subject matter just to see mm-hmm. how he feels about you know this whole conversation and how he feels um, you know how he influences because he is a style influence but he is an influencer um, of note mm-hmm. but I love the fact that you spoke about collaboration you spoke about consistency and those are some of the key things that we've just had through and through um, everywhere. Yes. Now, my question yes. to you is: like, when you look at the continent, where do you see Africa's future through power to influence the world from the continent, especially through style? Do you, do you, have you, do you know much about the continent? Do you know much about the personalities in the continent? And do you, what would be your tips? What would be your, you know, have you seen any fashion? I mean, personalities within the continent that you feel might be just maybe just not really pushing and exploiting um, to the maximum of their potential because, and I say this because I was trying to come up with some top um, African fashion or style influences and I searched and searched and searched and searched and I was like, where are the African or style influences and why are they not coming up on this top 10 whatever? I was on Google for like hours. So I just want to, my question, you know, generally is what do you see... Um, or what would you advise or where do you think we could be able to push? Because there's no question that we have amazing personalities out here. It's just that I think uh, either vision is limited or people are just, I don't know what it is. But
4: Yeah, I mean, we have to, I mean, uh, I think I, I did actually watch um, yesterday. I watched something, all the speeches from people in the top fashion industry there um, in South Africa, um, with their inspiring speeches, it, there was, um, a, la- a person, a lady named Rennie and, and I can't ex- um, <laughs> even say all their names, but like Vanessa Kingori, um, Carolyn Rush. I, I read, uh, and listened to all their speeches and, and their involvement there. Um, and I mean, I think the best way is r- for right now, um, people have to get comfortable being a part of the story and being a part of their content and putting out those, um, you know, quick videos or even now it makes it so much easier. They could just even do Snapchat, Mm. um, stories and think about this for a minute. Let me think about a way, a, a way for them to push themselves out. And, Instagram is very big for fashion influencers, right? And a person can be a part of an Instagram hashtag from anywhere in the world, whether it's Africa or not. So if, if someone in Africa wants to be seen um, by the same people who watch all of the fashion at the Met Gala, then all they need to do is put their content on, on Instagram during the Met Gala and put, you know, hashtag the, the Met. Mm. And then they're going to come up and more people can find out about what they're doing there mm. in Africa or wherever they are. Wow. Um, so that's, you know, that's one that's one way on way yes. Yeah, that's one way where and, they um, can do that. And they, they can reconstitute, just one brief thing, they can reconstitute what they're doing on Snapchat. They can download that story that they do all day long with because it's no editing involved. Have you have you gotten into Snapchat yet?
1: I'm not really on Snapchat, but maybe I'm just a bit like I don't I don't know what my excuse is, But are you ladies, uh, Morak uh, Ayanda, are you on Snapchat? I am on Snapchat,
2: but um, I hardly post. I mostly post on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. But I'm actually struggling with Snapchat as much as too, it's yeah. very instant mm-hmm.
4: and unedited. And, yeah. and Morak, which is. This is where the, this is what the millennials are demanding, yeah, this is what they want. They want the raw, the real, and the immediate more and this is Snapchat. what Snapchat delivers no. with o- with over a hundred million users right now that this, this is this is where it 's going you know okay?
1: yeah, I think um, obviously, like you said that 's one way of doing things, like you said, I like the hashtag um, I would definitely. Start focusing. Everyone obviously have to focus on whatever areas they actually lack in and try to just Uh push also based on the different type of platforms because Facebook is not Instagram and Twitter is not Tumblr. And there you go. Yeah. So, but anyway, you know what? I know that we can sit here and chat all day long, Rosie. However, I just want to thank you. For your time, because we are running out of time, I want to thank you for your input and some really key tips there that we can actually go home and think about as we continue to build our brands. Um, How can our listeners connect with you?
4: Facebook, Twitter, what website, anything? Okay, well, number one, please follow me on Snapchat, okay? (laughs) Uh, At Rosie's take. I'm Rosie and that's my take on it. So um, just please follow me on Snapchat. At Rosie's take, and um, please, you know, follow me on Twitter at Rosie's take. So all the platforms, Instagram, um, uh, Insta- all of them. I'm just the same at Rosie's take. Thank you so much, Rosie. Have a
1: fabulous day in Florida. Enjoy that beautiful weather. Suck it in, and uh, we will be in touch. Okay, thank you so much, Liz. Have a great, have day. a lovely day. Thanks. Bye. Wow, that was Rosie with Rosie's take. Um, I'm sure you guys have been inspired, if not uh, redirected, I'm sure. I'm I'm definitely When you flop on your belly (laughs) and you kind of think, gosh, uh, where do we go from here? Anyway, um, I want to just go straight, Morag. We're going to be plugging in Echoes from New York with Eji Benson. However, uh, I would like to welcome you with your um, Glam Up series, just to glam up the energy here a bit as we continue. Um, Welcome. Thank okay. you so
3: much, Liz. Thank you. Um, firstly, I want to start with the lipstick color of the week. Um, for anyone out there that knows me, um, my favorite color lipstick is Lady Danger. However, today's lipstick is not Lady Danger. Today's lipstick is Sin. Um, it's a matte lipstick. It's a matte texture. As I said last week, I love matte textures. And I've actually, um, encouraged all the ladies in studio to wear it as well. Um, Ayanda, what do you think of the color?
2: I love, love, love the color. I've actually been searching for it. um, And I love the name of it, Sin. It looks like Sin.
3: I think, um, son the name is going to go very well with, um, what I'm going to talk about today. Because. Uh, you didn't ask
1: me if <laughs> I like the color or not. We, uh, well, do you like it? No, I don't really like it on me, <laughs> but then like, I just wore it because I, I just felt that, you know, we have to do this thing together, right? Absolutely. And the idea, absolutely. I think, is also nice. We are going to take a picture and just tweet it now for all different shades of, um, ladies and women out there who like to explore lip colors. I'm sure. They'll be able to appreciate the different tones and how the color actually sucks in. But I'm throwing it back to you.
3: Um, so the, the, if for anyone who doesn't know what the color is, it's a very deep plum red. Um, as I said, it is a matte texture. Please, um, before you're applying it, just make sure your lips are exfoliated and hydrated. It is extremely drying on the lips. But a great advantage about it is that it lasts all day. It's fantastic. So you probably won't need to reapply today, ladies.
1: You look beautiful in it. I that you you. are working it as well. Thank you. you.
2: Thank you. you. (laughs) I think it looks gorgeous on you too.
1: So, I'm going to let Morak continue. (laughs) I'll I'll say nothing until the end.
3: So, just to start off today, um, it's something that's really spoken about. And I also feel that when it is spoken about, it's very complex. It's very, um, complicated. And, you know, people just don't really know where to go with it. And what it is, is it's men's grooming. So men, I hope you're tuned in and listening in and just to give you all a heads up, excuse the pun. Um, so just to start off with um, something that really bothers me personally is excessive bodily hair. I don't know how
1: you feel mm. about it, ladies. Yeah. Hair must go. Yeah. I Hash- no. agree. I agree. <laughs>
3: um, you know, you. Asking people around, um, you'll get a lot of different answers, whether people like it or not, um, you know, whether it's chest hair. However, when I did ask around about back hair, I got one affirmative answer, and that was a hell no. Mm -hmm. So, men, just um, some tips on removing um, some hair is obviously with an electric trimmer. Um, I've actually seen my dad using it to remove excess facial hair. And also waxing, which, um, I found, I did a bit of research, um, you know, in, in Africa, and I found that waxing is actually the most popular form of hair removal for men. However, it is extremely painful. And also the, um, You know, the weight in between the waxes, you have to wait, you know, obviously depending on how fast your hair grows, etc. So you will have a bit of hair growth in between your sessions. And then of course there's laser hair removal, which once again is also painful and it can be costly depending on how much hair you have on your body. Um, and then the last one, of course, I always joke with my boyfriend. It's one that he uses, and um, that's Vite Hair Removal, which is actually a hair removal cream. And I've actually said do to him… Do people
1: still use Vite? Absolutely.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, I actually joke with him and say he should invest shares in Vite because the amount of Vite that he uses every month <laughs> is actually a joke. But, it, it you know, it really works for him. Um, it's easy, it's affordable, and, you know, it does what it needs to do. Then moving on to facial hair. Um, Facial hair that bothers me the most is nose hair, ear hair and the monobrow. So let's start off with the monobrow. I wonder how men or do men actually realize how much time women spend using the hashtag brows on fleek on social media okay (laughs) there's a whole process involved so all we're asking men is just trim in between your brows please then of course the ear hair and the nose hair the most um, effective tool to use it's actually called an ear and nose hair trimmer Um, and that's just a little sort of clipping device that you insert in your nose and you know on your ears and it actually removes all the hair um, please don't use a pair of scissors for this um, It can be dangerous If you slip, you know, you can stab yourself oh, no, uh,
1: Or your nose can be left on the table
3: Absolutely, Liz, absolutely <laughs> So please, you know, men have these weird ideas So that, you know, you, next thing you'll see them getting a kitchen knife And like cutting off their ear hairs or something So please use the right tools um, And then there's an area that has men a little bit bewildered And that's the downstairs region um It's something I'm not going to go into detail about, but please, it is a part of men's grooming. And really, men, take time over the weekend, groom, get clean, and your partners will be greatly rewarded. That I can tell you. And can
1: <laughs> I just add into that? Absolutely. Ladies need to also get the same tips, please. Absolutely. Because ladies, you're sitting on the corner, some of you, but I just know that, you know, these tips should have just been a unisex um situation here yeah, you should have just said this <laughs> applies to your wives and your girlfriends too because some of the wives have forgotten okay uh, we were well, talking about style influencers <laughs> sorry Liz just to end off um,
3: I've got some amazing tips um, you know just from the men in my life and that I hang around and one is just instead of having 20 bottles of scents rather just invest in good one, in one good one and that's from Maps Maponyane. and then also floss every night and use mouthwash and that's straight from Christopher Jafter. and I hope you had a wonderful session and a great glamming up to all of you thank you
1: Thank you, Marag. Thank you, Edgy Benson with Echoes from New York is on the line now. Edgy, welcome to the show.
5: Thank you, guys. On a last-minute
1: <laughs> basis, we apologize for plugging you in quite late.
5: No, I'm good. I was I was listening to the show. Um, I, I'm so happy. Like today, we had this amazing session. It was nice to hear from Cebu, and of course, Rosie was wonderful. And I wanted to thank you guys. I think this session was just amazing. Uh, I think my take from all of it is now: how does it? How does all of this affect us as an African designer? You know, as African designers, you know how how do we now take all of this information and find the right way to choose our influencers? You know, um, you know, in order to stay organic and native, just like Rosie said, and to create the right collaborations like Cebu has said, you know, the right partnerships. I think that's, um, for me, I think that's the big question. Uh, there's a lot of information today and I, I hope that we can find in Africa, I mean, as designers in Africa, as fashion players in Africa, how we integrate into what's going on in, in the world in terms of what people are doing with the, with the media platforms, whether it's Twitter, uh, Instagram, or Facebook, how do we find our influencers, and how powerful are they and how, how well can they authenticate our brands?
1: Hmm. I love it. I love it. I, I really, one of the things, and we'll obviously take this off air because we are out of time is to really also find out that, you know, what I keep asking myself is how, you know, influential some people are, but then not so influential, like, or just not really, um, you know, maybe influential in the little corner in the city, but then... You know, if you really want to look at them from a global perspective, um, you can't find them and you don't know who they are and and all of that. So I'm just saying uh, one of the things I want to really focus on and understand why and also understand how we can change is just the way that we operate from a global perspective. My global marketplace has always been my favorite place to play in. And therefore, whatever I do, even as a creative, I always make sure that it has to be relevant. It has to be able to reach out to my local space, but also to the global space. Otherwise, what's the point of living life? What's the point of being in business? What's the point of even doing anything? So, yeah. yeah. So AJ, it's really been nice. Thank you for your um, feedback. Thank you for, there was a lot of information. I think this was an information overload. I mean, Sbu came with his And Rosie just dropped hers Into like a whole I mean I was just like My gosh Can I just have an hour Skype hour, hour With with Rosie after this On my own And just get this all down And then spill it out Every every week Spill out something um, For like a minute or two In the show But it's really been great um, Having her And having Sbu It's also been great Having our contributors Ayanda's news is always important We need it Because we don't read the news The fashion news And Morag's glam-up is always keeps us feeling glummed up today you should see my lips i'm going to post it edgy did you see our lips today of course, of course. You <laughs> i'm di- following you guys everywhere. you did you didn't see our lips one like 20 seconds who do you want to dress and why ayanda
2: i always find that question really hard
1: uh, morag um i'd love to dress my boyfriend
3: He's a sneakers tracksuit kind of guy And I'd love to just get him in a sleek suit
1: I want to dress Morag Because she's just like Oh my gosh, look at her today Like a tall glass of beautiful water Look, it's been beautiful having everyone on the show Edgy, if you're not dressing If you're dressing any of us Can we just move on and close up?
5: Let's move on and close up Thank
1: you so much And thank you to our listeners for tuning in It's been great having you guys Peace and love Thank you Thank you
0: fashion lab on cliffcentral.com keeping it real on cliffcentral.com
3: business leaders around the globe are committing to building a better world for everyone cliffcentral.com is joining forces with the sympathy sleep taking a stand for the plight of the homeless we invite you to participate with us in the sympathy sleep on the 28th of july 2016 join the ranks of leaders of change by using your influence for what truly matters Sign up now for the Sympathy Sleepout on www.theceosleepoutza.co.za. That's theceosleepoutza.co.za.
0: Fashion Lab on Cliffcentral.com